it's Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. How is everyone doing? We are uh, at the end of May. I think the next time we'll be talking, it'll be June. Um, so yeah, you know, we're cruising right along. It's been quite a year. Um, one thing I haven't done is gone back and listened to last year's podcast. I'd be curious to hear. I mean, I was pretty much obsessed with COVID, but mainly not so much COVID, but just the way it was being handled. I mean, we're clearly not cut out for a crisis. Um, you know, America does not move quickly. And, you know, I think when whenever you don't have a, well, whenever you have a vacuum of leadership, like we had in the presidency, you know, it's incredible to watch and witness. And the fact that there are people who can look at him and think he was a good president, like perception is reality, right? There are people who are doing terrible things are awful and they think they're good at it. And there are other people who look at them and say they're good at it. That's what's weird about the world. You know, it's like everybody thinks they're smart. Everybody thinks they're funny. Everybody thinks they're nice. You know, we've lost objectivity, I guess. I don't know. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I mean, I've seen some strange things, too. And so it's like, how do we know what's right? Like, what's correct? Because so many people are completely wrong. And the stuff we care about. I mean, kids are getting shot and killed in St. Louis at an alarming rate. Nobody seems to talk about it. Doesn't seem to be bothering people. Two-year-old shot, three-year-old shot. You see these headlines all the time and people are just chugging right along with life. You know, it's just not a big deal, I guess. It's weird. I don't understand this sort of... It's almost like too much information has caused us to like not really focus on anything. And the stuff we focus on doesn't make sense. It's like, well, who cares? You know, some of it's like ridiculous. You know, you got people out here who can, you know, follow someone on YouTube and that person is famous the world over. And most of us over a certain age have never even heard of them. It's almost like we're too fragmented. There's too much information. There's too many ways to get famous and be famous. You know, I grew up in a time where, you know, you had three TV stations. And that was it. Everybody in the radio. We all heard the same songs over and over again. Of course, they were going to be hits. You know, uh, you watched the same TV shows at the same time. Um, you know, seven o'clock on Tuesdays. And I think 1977, you were going to watch Happy Days. It's just the way it was. And now it's just so much information. And then you got people who think they're right or good. You know, and so you're watching YouTube and someone's talking crazy and they think they're helping people. But some people are just talking crazy. Now, I don't tend to follow those people, um, but occasionally Google will think "Ah, that's what I want to watch. And so they'll put it in my queue and I'll be like, this person seems like a lunatic. Why would I watch this? So but then I get nervous because I'm like, there's somebody who thinks this person isn't crazy. You know, there are people who've watched and given this video the thumbs up. They think this person's, you know, not talking nuts. So it's just it's it's a very interesting time to be alive. It's so many people on the planet and there are all these news organizations telling people, you know, 
how they feel and giving them fractions of information. And uh, it's really hard to decipher what the truth is, I think. And the truth can be so subjective. And we're a society that's lost all our objectivity. And then when people try to hold other people accountable, you know, it's weird. It's weird. Like, I can't give a specific example because I'm, I don't really have one in mind. I, I just, I look at things. I'm a macro person. So, you know, you've got all this crime. Okay. There's crime. Crime has exploded across the country. That is not up for debate. That should not be a, um, you know, a point of discussion or like, you know, is that really true or that kind of thing? You can look at a lot of major metropolitan areas and they've had an explosion of violent crime. So uh, certain crimes may have gone down nationally, but violent crime, gun crime and murder, which to me are the most important crimes, uh, have just exploded. They've got, okay, they've experienced a significant amount of growth. And it's not a debate that should not be politicized. That should not be, you know, you shouldn't feel like, oh, well, you know, that's just part of, you know, I don't even know what people feel because, uh, you know, if you don't live in a neighborhood where it's happening to you, maybe you don't have a, you know, where it's happening all around you. Maybe you don't have an opinion about it. Maybe you just say, well, don't drive through the bad parts and we'll be okay or whatever people do. I don't know. But if you live in a vulnerable community, you know, it's not up for debate. You see it. You hear it. You're hitting the floor. You know what's going on. So I don't understand how that's not something that people are willing to fix. I understand the gun lobby is huge. I understand these politicians have taken a ton of money and they aren't interested in legislation. And they'll pretend it's all about the Second Amendment. But in reality, they, you know, are in the pocket of a lot of wealthy lobbyists. So it's it's in someone's best interest for all of these guns to be flooding the streets and, you know, us killing each other. I guess it's uh, natural selection, but there's nothing natural about gun murder, about murders. There, that's all unnatural selection. So it's just fascinating to me. And the fact that no one talks about it at length with any real solutions, I, I, really, I really don't get it. Obviously, when pressed, we can come up with solutions because, you know, vaccine, a vaccine that didn't exist this time last year exists now. And it's giving people hope that we can get past this pandemic and maybe live our lives again. But We'll never go back to the way it was, but that's a podcast for another day. But, you know, we can get to back to some semblance of, you know, getting out, (laughs) not being terrified to uh, be near each other. Although I don't see myself ever going into a big crowd again. Like, that looks awful. Um, I didn't like it before, but I really don't want, you know, because we don't know enough about COVID. We really won't know for a couple years. what we were really dealing with, the real effects of it, all of that. We need time with it, you know, to study it. And you just, you know, you can't rush that. So I don't know. 
I think we need to get to a place of objectivity, um, maybe put a little little shame in our situation, you know, like not a whole bunch, not enough to walk around with our heads down, but maybe we need to just reassess where we are, like look at it and be objective and, you know, not be so unable to see clearly uh I don't want to say right from wrong, but it just it's strange to me, like something can look super obvious to me and people who think like me and then just be completely lost on people who um, aren't really, I don't know, into accountability or into telling the truth or into, you know, reading the room. And it's like, how can that be? But it it be <laughs> it happens all the time. <laughs> and it's just strange to me. I, you know, I had to kill him. I had to do it. Really? Yeah. I mean, I just had to. But really, it's an interesting time. I'm not kidding. On to a much lighter note. So yesterday, last night, I was, uh, there wasn't anything really on. Doesn't seem like people are programming for the summer. So I looked at the movie channels and The Professional was on from 1994, directed by Luc Besson which I really liked at the time. But watching it as a grown woman, I was like, this is nothing but Lolita with a gun. And Natalie Portman, that was her debut, cute, cutest little girl. But, you know, like she's pre well, not pre but she's like right about to hit uh, puberty. You know, it's like, this is weird. This little girl, no girl that age should be hanging around a grown man. And the fact that this was a movie that was out in theaters and largely well-reviewed. And, you know, I think for me at this age, watching a 13 or 14-year-old, like a little girl who's about to start, you know, turning into a woman physically, playing hide-and-go-seek or peekaboo with this old-ass man, it was really disturbing. (laughs) I was like, what am I? How did this get made? And why didn't I get this? When I was 25, I didn't even really. I was I was younger than that, I think, when that came out. And it didn't bother me that much. You know, that's disturbing. And I'm watching it now and I'm like, God, if this was my daughter, I'd be like, there's no way this weirdo isn't trying to do something to my daughter. I got to blow my nose. Sorry. Hold on. Congestion. I figured it out. I think I'm, I've largely given up dairy, but I had some yesterday and it's brought my congestion all the way back. Um, but that movie is, is unsettling. And then Gary Oldman is just chewing up the scenery. I mean, he is just really doing the most as he was wont to do in the nineties. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I made it through about 30 minutes and I was like, this is, uh, borderline inappropriate and basically Lolita with a gun. And then he teaches her how to be a, a hit person. I was like, oh, this is too much. Some weird male fantasy. I mean, some of this stuff doesn't hold up. And uh, yeah. And I like that director's style. Uh, he directed La Femme Nikita, which I enjoyed, but I need to rewatch because it might not be, might not be all that. <laughs> in my, you know, as as an adult, because, you know, you think you're an adult in your 20s, but nah, 
I I'm old enough to be, you know, someone's parent now. So it's like, whoa, no, this is wrong. If you saw your kid running around playing peekaboo with this old man living together in an apartment with a plant, come on, man. I'd call the police so fast. That ain't his daughter. He's a pervert. Um, but you know what does hold up is War of the Roses. So if you have something that you just want to laugh and go down memory lane, watch War of the Roses. so funny. I watched that last weekend and it really did tickle me. It's funny. It's just, it's dark humor, but it's really funny to me. And uh, Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner are excellent in it. And it's just one of my favorite films. So yes to War of the Roses. Hell no to The Professional. I don't even think they would make that now. I think people would be like, wait, what? I don't even know that studios would give money to that now. I mean, I would hope not. But we have a long way to go. But at least some things I think wouldn't wouldn't pass muster. You know? And And please, no more Lolitas. We've got like four or five versions of that. We are, I'm telling you, people are trying to tell us who they are. and We just keep pretending like they're not. <laughs> we got to stop doing that. Somebody tells you they want to make remake Lolita one more time. Then you already know. Something ain't right. All right. Anyway, I hope you have an amazing weekend. I hope uh, you have a good holiday. That's Monday uh, in America. That's Memorial Day. I hope it's, uh, you know. I hope it's peaceful and uh, that you honor the the soldiers. I think it's for soldiers, right? Veterans Day and Memorial Day. I remember we used to have like family barbecues, but no one ever mentioned military service. Uh, so I'm not really sure what it's about. I enjoy the day off work, though. So I'm grateful and I appreciate it. So be please be well, be safe. Thank you for listening. We've had a good little surge here. Uh you can listen in a number of places, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, there's a, let's see, we're on Amazon now with uh, Audible and Amazon Prime Music. I think we're on there as well. Um, yeah, the, the podcast is growing and people are picking up the feed. Please feel free to keep liking, sharing, subscribing, doing all those things. I appreciate you. I appreciate uh, the sponsors. Um, yeah, life is really, really good. And again, the fact that this moderate brand of, uh, uh, logic is appealing to people, you know, it's, it's mind blowing really. (laughs) And I thank you for listening and, uh, please be your best and we'll meet back here next month. Mm